Hey everyone, welcome to the Journey to Worthy podcast. This is a special episode. Uh, today we are getting personal. So this is a shorter episode where I'm just going to tell you a little bit about a story about the experience that I had when I was traveling abroad and how love can change everything. All right, so I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I just wanted to share with you this last episode that I posted was all about taking risks. And part of taking risks for me is uh, taking risks in love. And I had uh, two very interesting experiences on my trip to uh, Bali where I was uh, traveling. And so I met a wonderful man, an American man in Bali, and we spent some time together. And uh, he was a innovative entrepreneur. He had uh, started this really cool co-work space cafe. And so we connected. Uh, we met online while I was in my sort of last week when I was traveling in Bali. And I decided to uh, stick around a little bit longer. He offered for me to stay with him. And so, but my, my 30-day visa had run out and I had to leave the country and then come back if I was going to stay in Bali any longer. And the thing is, we were loving, like, spending time together, but I didn't know sort of what it was going to look like long term. I think that in my mind, I had decided that, you know, it was fun hanging out with him, but I wasn't sure about anything more than that. And so when I left to um, leave the country for the day or for a few days so that I could return, I just assumed when I would come back, um, you know, that we would pick up where we left off and hang out. And then I would, you know, eventually be heading back to Canada. But it was just we were enjoying each other's company. So I took a flight to Australia. And so basically this lovely man, it was the reason I went to Australia was because I was going to come back and stay with him. So um, yeah, he was, uh, we'll call him the surfer, uh, the surfer that changed my life. And the reason he changed my life is because if I hadn't have been wanting to stay longer in Bali, I would not have gone to Australia. And so I went to Australia and originally I had planned to spend just three days there, but I fell in love with Western Australia, the most beautiful beaches in the world, beautiful, clean city of Perth that I was staying in was just phenomenal. I got to hang out with uh, one of my old friends, uh, shout out to Simone. She was uh, the most amazing host, had a super fun time uh, hanging out in Australia. Anyways, I ended up falling in love with the place and not wanting to leave. So three days later, I thought, oh, I'm just not ready to go. So I spent another four days, extended my trip for a week. And so on the seventh day, I was really having a little bit of a debate and trouble knowing that I was planning to go back to, a, to Bali to hang out with the surfer. And I had spent this time just falling in love with Australia and wanting to spend more time. But uh, so I decided one day to go and explore the beaches, one particular beach in Western Australia in Perth. And uh, it was a nude beach, just in case you needed to know. But I, uh, this is where the story turns. And I was actually, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting or looking for or open to, but I was at this beach and it was a beautiful, amazing sunny day, probably 35 degrees Celsius, just the most amazing blue, green ocean water you've ever seen in your whole life. I'll post some photos on the website. And then uh, I met someone 
someone else. <laughs> uh, and it was a little bit confusing. I, I met a wonderful Brazilian man, um, younger man. And I saw him looking at me. I was looking at him. And the thing is, this is where the taking risks comes in because I am not great at approaching people in person. I've spent lots of time online. I've kind of leaned on online dating apps as a tool in order to connect with, with men and with anyone. And so seeing someone looking at me in front of me, it's very intimidating for me to imagine going up to talk to him. <laughs> and, um, but I decided I'm, you know, this trip had been all about doing things that I don't normally do and getting out of my comfort zone. And what's the harm in saying hello to somebody, right? So, uh, yeah, in a nervous way, we were both nervous, I think. And I looked at him and he kept looking back at me and I caught him looking and I waved and I said, hello. Uh, and kind of embarrassed him because he had been kind of staring at me. And then we just were connect. We were chatting, but we were not sitting near each other. So I said, can I come sit with you? And uh, he said, yes. And you know what? I spent the next few hours just getting to know this person and having a very romantic moment on the beach. And uh, to be honest, I spent some more time with him that evening and then the next day I was very confused because I had been staying in Bali with someone else and you know felt like I didn't want to stretch my emotions you know across continents literally uh, so I got a little you know freaked out and I, I thought to myself well it's just better if I leave if I go back to Bali and then you know and then go back to Canada and that's that so I told uh, the Brazilian man and um, we hung out during the day though and he took me to the zoo and I saw all these amazing animals and honestly we were we were ask, acting like we were more than just a, people that we had just met but I was still going. I had planned on leaving and so I, I booked my ticket for that evening but it just so happens that this man was working at the cafe where my gate was in the airport terminal. And so I knew that he was going to be there because he was working a shift. And so I was getting ready to go one way way to the gate. Uh, we had said our goodbye. It was a little bit awkward because I just, you know, didn't really want to say goodbye, but thought it was a good idea. So I'm standing in line and I turn back to wave and he comes running over and he kisses me passionately in front of anyone that's looking. And, and he looks into my eyes and he tells me not to get on the plane. <laughs> and it was one of the most romantic and like gut-wrenching moments of my life. It was like a movie. And um, you know what? I got on the plane. And then I spent the next two hours devastated and confused and wondering if I just made the biggest mistake of my whole life. And so, oh God, it was embarrassing. The flight attendant had to bring me napkins because I was crying. And, you know, I just, I put a lot of emphasis on wondering if someone can be the, the one. And so I spent a few days in Bali hanging out with my surfer friend and feeling like I 
was very confused and not honoring what I wanted to explore and feeling very bad because I wasn't being honest because I didn't want to hurt the surfer's feelings. And I feel very bad about that. But three days later, it was uncomfortable enough that I needed to to take some action. And I decided to, after talking to the Brazilian for a few days, I decided to book a ticket to go back because I couldn't leave to go back to Canada knowing that I didn't fully explore what this could have been. And so I did. I went back to Australia and we spent five lovely days together and it was amazing. It was magical. You know, we hung out every day and roamed around the city and it was perfect. And I left Australia thinking, I'm going to move here. I'm going to be with this person. You know, we had a bit of a sort of plan that what could happen. Um, but I was running out of money and I needed to be responsible and go back and um, go back to Canada. And I had all these Christmas presents for my family that I wanted to bring home. So I came back for Christmas to Canada. <sighs> and, um, you know, what happened is it was hard. It was really hard. I've never had an international love affair and it changed me. I really spent spent a few weeks you know, talking to him on the phone and crying and wondering what was supposed to happen, but all of a sudden being back home. And honestly, my feelings started to shift. It was almost like I felt guilty because my strong, passionate, amazing feelings for this person were slipping away somewhat, and I felt confused. And then I asked him, I luckily I, I took enough courage to ask him, are you feeling the same way? Because I feel bad about this. And you know what? I think that he, he kind of felt similar feelings and suddenly it just sort of shifted. It spent, you know, a few more weeks and maybe a month of back and forth, but it just sort of started getting a little bit more distant and not being, you can't build a relationship sometimes if you've just met someone and you know, if you don't know them very well and you can't get to know them in person, it's really, really tough. So And for some people, maybe it's supposed to happen, and it could have. Um, But for us, it just sort of felt like we're going to become good friends, I think. Um, But this was a reason I got back and I was confused. And, you know, it's weird to meet someone new and think for sure they're the one and be so overexcited and thinking that this is it, you know. And um, maybe that's a lesson for me. And sometimes you don't need to try to make something happen that doesn't need to be. Like, if I don't jump on this opportunity, that I'm never going to have it again. Sometimes that's been my mentality in my life. And I know that I've come off as needy, uh, even as, you know, feeling like I need to control the situation with men in the past. I have really high expectations on men, you know, and uh, always feeling like maybe that if I didn't jump on this opportunity and chat with this guy or that guy, that I could be missing out on the love of my life. But this is a reason that I knew that I needed to take a break and apologize. Apologies to all my exes in the past where, you know, I've put these high expectations on you because I obviously know now that I didn't always feel worthy enough. And therefore, you know, I took that out on the people around me. So I knew that a break was in order. It's time to get to know myself and to know that I'm not available to date. Right now I'm taking a break from dating. 
you know, to stop always waiting and longing for a man around the next corner to show up and be everything to me. That's so much pressure. It's time to start to be that for myself. And, you know, and this might sound like something that, you know, I should already know and that you've heard before, but for someone like me who, you know, make my interactions with men and make them responsible for providing me with the happiness that I want, that's huge. Like this is a huge step for me to see that, you know, to want to break that pattern. And RuPaul says it best. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Right? Simpler words could not have been spoken, especially for me. And you know what? I, I know what it's like to feel lonely. I know when you aren't with someone that you can feel lonely. I have. And I also know what it's like to be lonely when you're lying next to someone. So I decided that it's time to stop feeling lonely and to really just start enjoying my own company and to embrace, you know, embrace those moments of loneliness and let them pass because that's all it is. It's just a moment. It's just an experience. It's just a feeling. And we go through tons of those every day. And I want to work through that fear that I'm not enough. And sometimes I, you know, I don't even know what I really want. Like, what is my, what is my true type? It changes so much. Sometimes I think I'm so distracted by attention or a desire to be in love that I don't actually, I don't actually properly analyze, you know, the potential relationship that's in front of me. Sometimes I overlook things that are bad for me and I talk myself into thinking that this will be a great idea, you know? Sometimes I miss red flags or sometimes I just put so much pressure on the ones that are good for me because I'm terrified that I, I'll lose them. So definitely you can tell that it's a good thing I'm taking a break. You know what? And I've had amazing experiences. These people have changed my life forever. And I did see that I was worthy, you know, and that there's love out there. But sometimes I don't need to make it something it's it's not supposed to be. Maybe that was just supposed to be that wonderful, beautiful moment and an amazing story that I'll always remember and cherish and tell to people with a huge smile on my face. I don't need to make it more than that. So I'm on a dating yourself challenge. I don't know if you want to join me. Um, you know, it's a great way to get to know yourself. I've taken myself out on dinners and I've gone out alone and not worried about what people think while I'm sitting at a dinner table alone. I spend time with myself. You know, there's been some awesome benefits to this. I have been extremely productive, like just over the moon productive. You know, I'm not spending time countless hours on apps, chatting with people or treading water, talking to someone, you know, that could be the one or not wanting to miss out that opportunity. I spent time with my friends and I mean real time, like present, like I know what's going on with them and I'm not just always talking about myself or a guy. I've, I've built this podcast. I've had time to actually do that, you know, and, and enjoy it. I've had time to reflect on what I do, you know, and, and what I, well, what I do and what I don't want in the future. I'm getting used to complimenting myself, but, you know, building myself up without needing a man to affirm my greatness. I've started looking in for validation instead of out. I've even started seeing myself in the mirror differently. Like I've looked in the mirror and I thought, I would date you. You look pretty good today. That's actually happening for me because I'm not needing it. I'm not looking outward for it. You know, I've found a bit of self-validation 
And initially I did feel like I was missing out on something, but now because I know it's a choice that I'm making and it's not, I'm not missing out, you know, I'm putting me first and my old thoughts, like that saboteur that I talked about, Jimmy, you know, that he puts ideas in my head that I'm not enough or that I'm not handsome enough. You know, they're, they're actually being slowly replaced. I have an even like a new thought, like I would, you know, I would date me like I'm, I'm a decent guy. I'm a catch and I'm enjoying spending time with myself. Even my, you know, my, my efforts at the gym, my gains at the gym have been about self-discovery, you know, like my handstands and my headstands and not about looking for a compliment and, you know, bragging about it to someone to see what kind of response I get. Basically, I've started to value myself at least a little bit more, you know, and it could slip off the wayside. Maybe when I meet someone just completely amazing that completely distracts me from everything because that's been known to happen. But at least I know that I can see now patterns, you know, and that I don't want it to have that much power over me because I actually am okay being alone. I am okay being alone. I am enough. I enjoy hanging out with me. I would date me. I am dating me. You're all you've got at the end of the day, so make your time special. That's it for today, everyone. Thanks for getting personal with me and joining me on the Journey to Worthy podcast. Mm-hmm.